Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. Jingly badingly, what up, Mr. Kringly? Hey! <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, Mr. Kringly. <laughs> I actually really oh like that one because I know that you were not prepared. No, I wasn't. This was fly by the seat of your pants and I... Oh my goodness gracious. Like your pants are looking fine. <laughs> I know it's good when Mike breaks out halfway through the scat into one of his cackle laughs. Oh, Mr. Kringly? That's right. <laughs> bajingles and bajingles. Look, I've people take liberties with those names <laughs> to make a... To make it rhyme with what you needed to rhyme with, that was, I mean, you got your catchphrase in there? Not bad, right? No, not bad at all. It's been a while. (laughs) Welcome into the Spitballers, episode 176. If you couldn't tell already, it is Christmas time around here. We've got a best Christmas traditions It's not just around here. You said it was Christmas time around here, but it's... it's, Everywhere? It's great. Like, if you are in a, a region... Okay. That celebrates the holiday of Christmas. It is Christmas time. Now, to be fair, they could be listening to this years later, um, which would still be Christmas time if it is exactly on the year later. But months later. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now we've got a problem. Best Christmas traditions. And just to, you know, this is the Spitballers podcast, so I might as well start here. In the southern hemisphere of the world, mm-hmm. Christmas is still the same day. It's just summertime. Yes. Okay. That is that is true. And when you actually start to think about it, it's very bizarre. Because it, like we're in Arizona, and even though I have never in my entire life experienced the snowy Christmas, the, the, the white, white Christmas, Christmas, the the picturesque. This is what Christmas actually looks like. It's never looked like that for me. I've been here. I've been in California, and but still in my head. You were like, "What does Christmas look like?" Okay, well, there's snow outside. Mm-hmm. There's pine, there's uh, pine trees, and I mean, Santa's like, on a sleigh. Yes, right. No matter where in the world, Santa's yeah, on a sleigh. He's not in like a golf cart. No, he's not. There's no wheels on that thing. He's not rolling down the street. He's not coming from the pool. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So it's like, what but is, he does go down the chimney the opposite direction in yes, Australia. That, yeah, right? that is that is accurate. But and he drives a sleigh on the other side of the road. Yeah, the wrong side. But <laughs> follows what the I, law. He's what a I haven't thought of is do like do Australians? What is Christmas to them? What is like? What is the? What does that look like? This is why I brought it up. I have no, no idea. Is, I've never been fascinating. there. I mean, I don't know what the the seasons in the southern hemisphere are opposite, right? Yes, they are. So, and it's, so that means it's weird. That means it's their winter is their what like 
May, June, July? My, yes. My guess, and I, I've obviously I could be wrong here. My guess is that it's 100% the same. Like the the picturesque, I think that they also think of a snowy Christmas. Now that could be massively ignorant because <laughs> because of the hemisphere I live on. So I'm excited to learn once this episode comes out. Sounds very American. Australia, please let us know. I do know for a fact that the sleigh are pulled by kangaroos and not reindeer. Well, I mean. I know yeah. that's a fact. You know how hard it is to get reindeer and down in Australia? And then obviously all the elves are koala bears. I but other than that, I don't know anything else about that. I figured it was emus. Mm. But I, I looked up, when is winter in Australia? Uh, winter 2022 will begin on June 1st. <laughs> Weird. And end August 31st. That's it's like strange. That's not just strange. That breaks your brain. So that, that does mean that you can live in winter all the time if you split your time sure. between the northern and southern hemispheres. That is true. You could be permanently winter. Yes, because of the old uh, earth on, on its axis or mm. slightly tilted. Yes. I know you're just waiting to get into the real detailed science, Oof. but I'm going to hold off. I'm going to hold you off, Mike. Okay. Don't go PhD on us just yet. Mm. <laughs> I know it's tempting. I'll hold it. Thank you so much to everybody who listens to this fine podcast and subscribes, reviews, and please tell your friends if you enjoy this. I have noticed something. Jason, tackling. Sorry, I just you're googled. You're deep diving. I googled Christmas in Australia because <laughs> okay, this is perfect. fascinating. Yeah, perfect. Here and we the go. first sentence is the, exactly what we're saying. In Australia, Christmas comes in uh, in the towards the beginning of the summer holidays. That's so weird. That's it is weird. It's broken. Also, when I said it comes in the towards the beginning, mm -hmm. yeah, that was not my mistake. I was reading word for oh, word. Oh, from a really good source here. <laughs> yeah. Why Christmas? In the towards? I don't know. Google. Um, thank you for telling your friends about us. I have noticed something. We are a very popular podcast Yes. on road trips. <laughs> on road trips. People love the spitballers on road trips, being able to go through episodes. We're up to... We're getting towards the 200 mark. If you don't have good audio on a road trip, that's a nightmare. That's a that's you not a that, so you call it good audio? Oh yeah. You're like, "Man, this this some trip is like it. We need some good audio." I'm saying I just did, you know, we recently something to listen what, to. What is this? Fire up the good audio. <laughs> you, what, is, what is that? I'm just describing. No, no, no one describes it like that. Yeah, no I, one. What I'm saying is you need something good to listen to. Audio <laughs> is what you you listen to. You listen to audio? I, of course I do. We need some good video <laughs> up on the screen. I don't listen to video. I listen to audio. Oh, man. All right. We are relentless Can here. you skip to the next audio, please? <laughs> Would you rather? <laughs> My mic was really it's... taken aback by your turn of phrase. Pam from Patreon says, which curse would you rather have for the rest of your life? Okay, this sounds fun. Uh, Which word? No, which curse? Oh, oh. Yeah, like not this, which word. Not on this show. No. All animals hate you. Okay, so okay. all animals. You know, you, you got the pet implications there, but it's also wild animals, right? You're out in the woods. You're out Don't want to go there. The birds. Oh. Yeah. Um, number two, so that's curse number one. All animals hate you. You've been cursed. Number two, people have difficulty understanding you when you speak. Mm. Oh, that's that, oh. that's frustrating. When you're on that third repeat, the third repeat is, is a, it's an awkward place. Like, Never mind. 
it's like when, I give up when people can't hear you. Like, you know, I've brought this up. My wife, it's, she doesn't have the best hearing. And when I have to say something and she says, what again? I'm Guys. I am filing papers right then. Guys, it's I, over. I was at a Freddy's restaurant the other day, which is a fast food chain out here. Mm -hmm. I went up to the counter. I'm trying to ask a question or order something. Oh, no. And the the 12 year old behind the counter looked very uninterested in his job and everything everything he said was <laughs> it was and, and i got into that point with him i go oh i'm sorry i couldn't understand you fine and his his repeat same volume same voice mm -hmm. how many times did you continue to play along before you just nodded and gave up what i did was i said i made a joke that was somewhat like Ha, ha, you're going to have to speak up. Then he did it again. And then I had to make the self, uh, the self joke of, huh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I guess my ears aren't working today. <laughs> See, I expect you fell on the sword. I fell on the sword. <laughs> Why? For this mumbling <laughs> for child. Yeah. I, uh, last I don't know what I even ordered. We're in the holidays. And for th the Thanksgiving weekend, I checked into a hotel and because of the world we live in right now, masks. Yep. And plexiglass. Yes. The yes. combo between yes. us. There was no pot. I my, my ear was down like <laughs> on <laughs> the counter <laughs> trying to hear <laughs> through the little slot. <laughs> and I still couldn't hear. And so eventually I literally just did the nod and agree. I have no idea what this woman said during the check-in process. I didn't know where my room was. I just used the map because I couldn't hear. And, and I asked at, at the beginning, it's just. What? Oh, I'm sorry. What? And then eventually I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm going to leave here with a smile on my face. I give up. I quit. You know what we need? There needs to be uh cups. What? <laughs> there needs to be a cup like just a stack of cups at the at the front desk so that you can do the trick where you you hold the cup up to the plexiglass with your the, ear and in then it. you can actually hear what is what is being said cuz I've done the same thing where oh, there's it's bad. there's all these safety precautions which good. Like let's stay safe. But the, my, I'm at a fast food restaurant on my knees, like <laughs> trying to scream up under the plexiglass, still making no headway. Just write it down. <laughs> write it to pass me a napkin. What are you saying? I, I've been there. So the last one, so people have difficulty understanding you when you speak. And the third one is nightly nightmares. Nightly <sighs> nightmares. That. So which curse of the Man. three would you rather have the rest of your life? So the nightly nightmares is awful, right? I mean, terrible. If you're having a real nightmare, you're going to be afraid to go to sleep. You might wake you're, up sweaty. It, it affects the quality of your sleep as well. Absolutely. But I don't know that it has the same physical impact. on. Like, I think you can get REM sleep while having a nightmare. Um, I don't think those are mutually exclusive. Um, but the other two have a real physical impact on your daily awake life you know what i mean like i feel like the nightmares isn't going to affect my active life as much it might I, i'm not saying it couldn't but it's not a guarantee whereas animals hating me that's that's a problem the birds are when when andy said birds i was like oh man birds are we don't even realize they're everywhere I still. <laughs> we don't even realize. <laughs> you you don't realize. You do not realize. You go to your car, and you don't think there's birds around you, but there's birds up in the trees. You want to know why you don't think about the birds? Because they don't hate you. 
They're scared of you. If they I, hated I you, I just saw another video of somebody hit in the face with a bird on a roller coaster. What? And no. Yes, she and she 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 was. It was in the the high G force part of the ride. So this bird was plastered to her face. Oh my gosh! And to it, her face. To her face. Oh. And she has to just grab it and throw it off of her. Did the bird like explode on the no, face? No, no, no. The bird. The bird, it was like a, it softly flew into the face, but then the G-forces kept it pin, <laughs> pinned to the face. A bird mask. Yeah. And <laughs> a bird, it was a bird mask. It was a pigeon, too. Yeah. Uh, dirty bird. Uh, all right. The animals hating you, that'd be hard. But I can, you know, I could live indoors, I guess. Uh, I could fight off the birds. It's not just birds, though, man. Anytime you walk past a dog. I think I'm okay with people not understanding me when I speak. I will find another way to communicate. Yeah. I don't need to talk to people. Oh, wait. Does this, do I just do I get to stop talking to people? I know that would be a real delight for that? you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm taking that one. I can't live without my animal friends. I can live without my people friends. I don't think that I could take the people having difficulty understanding you when you speak. Because the frustrate we, we we talk more than we see animals. We talk more than we, uh, y you know, dream. We're always communicating. And if people always have a hard time understanding me, at some point, my frustration of not being able to properly communicate, I think that would lead me into pure depression. Like, I wouldn't want to mm. talk. I wouldn't. That would be. That would be devastatingly difficult, and our I, job would suffer. Yeah, yeah, that right. I do well. To be fair, people have difficulty understanding me when I speak already um, on this job. Even but, if they have good audio, uh, even if <laughs> even with the good audio, I mean, this is good audio, but bad words um, is usually the way that the misinterpretation comes. But that one's out for me. So I'm between the nightmares and the animals. Nightmares would be a real, real, real problem. Yeah. And you talk about, I mean, every once in a while, they're fine. And if animals hate you, does that mean they're trying to attack you all the time? Yes, of course. If they, they hate okay. you. Yeah, I, I'm. So my, my daughter's been going through sleep problems recently, mm. and I've seen the effect that poor sleep or not being able to sleep. I'm I think I'm going to we're in Arizona. I'm going to have to start packing. I'm taking the animals. I pack for protection. <laughs> Um, we what, can do that here. Oh, I thought you were packing to move away to where there are no animals. No, no, no. I'm pack. I'm packing heat. I'm I'm strapped. I'm ready. If You're those firing into the air at these pigeons <laughs> coming these at birds you, come I'll take you all up. Blocker, blocker, blocker. Um, yeah. I mean, just look. Look, it's for you know. In Man the arrested said animals hate me. <laughs> Man arrested for shooting an air at no, birds. No, they hate me. They hate me. You don't understand. Why bring, did you bring shoot me your dog? You'll see. <laughs> shoot the neighbor's dog. Oh, no. Um. Wow. Okay. So you're taking that one, yeah, Mike. Your this. final answer is the uh, understanding when they speak. Understanding when I speak. Yeah. Yep. Tim from the website. Would you rather question for us? Would you rather be able to fly, but only at five miles an hour, or teleport but only to toilets you have used before? <laughs> it's like wave points in games, in video it games, is. because you have to you have to visit a location before you can teleport then there. You can Wait so when I get to the Barnes and Noble, I run to the restroom so I can then portal to the Barnes and Noble in the future. Okay, can we at least agree that the teleport will block you if the the toilet is occupado? 
Yeah, yes. I think for yes. like you're like I'm out of here. You're like oh okay, <laughs> hold on in use. <laughs> but then that's not worth it. Oh, <laughs> oh, excuse me, I didn't, I didn't mean to. I mean, I didn't know there, you were in here. Isn't there a chance that the? I mean, these places could change their toilets out. Would you then go to where that toilet is now located? I think like the, the power. Dump? Dump? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think the power is with the toilet itself. It is the. So you gotta be now at the same time. Look. I don't think this is that big a downgrade on teleportation. I really don't. I mean, I visit a lot of bathrooms. Yeah. Fancy restaurants. I go on a trip. If I've never gone on a trip to another state and not used the restroom. But you would have to, unlike a teleportation like you'd think of, like right now you have teleportation. I'm going to go to uh, Mount Everest. Well, you will. you have to have gone there once without teleportation. If you want the ability to use this, so you're going to have to like right now you want to go to France. You're going to have to fly to France, find a toilet in France, sit down sure, on the toilet. Now you have to use it, right? Toilets you've used. Yeah, but you can yes, sit down have and have a, use it. you can sit down and have a wee. Yeah, well, I can wait, use can't we make this a number two only trail? Okay, okay, yeah. sure. Well, now this becomes a problem. Because I like the idea of you wanting to go somewhere and you have to also take a dump there first. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do the public <laughs> restroom dump, so this is oh, a real issue What, you go knocking on doors? In I, France? I mean... Ma'am. No, no, no. May, may I please use your restroom? Look, okay, on, on a vacation, right? I, ju- I just went to California for a couple of days. Obviously, I'm going to I'm gonna do a duty. Right. Um, that being said, <laughs> m- most of the time, I brought up restaurants or places around right. town. I don't do that. I've never once pooped at a friend's house you or You also a, said when you camp, you just don't go. No, well, that, that was the question I was going to bring up. If I go to the top of Everest, can I turn it into a toilet? If I take a dump at the top of Everest, you know you got my one. toilet. You, you got to bring one up Everest. But you have to, well, but you have, at least the portable ones. Okay. And then and then you have to leave it there yeah. and hope nobody moves it. Which they probably won't. If, if you, they move it though, I just teleport to wherever they moved it. Yeah, but who knows where that would be? Oh man, I hope I don't teleport while they throw it off the mountain. <laughs> what is this toilet seat? Chuck it. Um this uh, look, I'm not flying at 5 miles an hour. There's there's Look, I, I get it that as a transportation method, five miles an hour doesn't sound great. If you're like, I'm going to fly to California. No, but like vertically, man, like five miles. How fast do you move upstairs? Are you moving five MPH? No way. No, I'm not moving that fast upstairs. Yeah, it so will now feel I, really slow in the air. It will feel but, real slow. But also like. But I don't care about flying up my stairs, Mike. That's not what I want. Superhero. But what like, would you actually want it for? Because jumping you, off of really high stuff. No, I, I get that, but that's not. Cool. I mean, that would be cool. But it, you're are you using this as a form of transportation in any way, shape, or form? No, I mean that's what I mean. You're not five. It's miles. the same way you use walking as a form of transportation, which I don't. I don't view walking as a form of transportation <laughs> personally. Um, that's weird. I just don't know if. I mean, it would be very cool. It's a parlor trip, but it's yeah. less. It's less practical than the... I could decorate my Christmas tree real easy. It's so funny. Now I'm starting to think of all the implications of this toilet transportation thing. And I'm like, you know, some people, they got long-distance relationships. They're like, oh, I want to I want to be able to sure, see, see okay. my significant other. But I got to go take a dump in a yeah. new place first. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough, especially if you're in the dating process. You're, you right. Know, once you're married, whatever, you could poop in front of each other. But when you're in that dating life, you're not, uh, not like in front of each other. <laughs> <laughs> but like in the same house that uh, wasn't quite what I 
<laughs> well, once you marry, I feel like you I was the first one to hear it that way. Poop wherever you want. Does, does that come in a honeymoon set? Um, yeah, I mean you're right. The dating process, you're and and telling your 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 new boyfriend girlfriend, like, look, I have a superpower. I can teleport to your place, but I will need to take a poop in, we'll in your to toilet. We'll need to take a quick dump. Now, what if you don't? I mean, this is like Mike said. Okay, you can always you know squeeze out a little urine sample, mm-hmm. but you can't just manufacture a bowel. Not movement. always. No. That's so, why this teleporter would be carrying a lot of muse, a lot muselax of or whatever it's called. Yeah, no, a lot of like um, suppositories, you know, pills, not suppositories. <laughs> I mean, I go the pill route, but you need to be able to provoke. Yeah, that's that's tough. I'm still taking the teleportation. I mean, this would be incredible, and I think it Miralax, would really. That's what I was looking it for. It would really. Um, change my travel behavior i mean i would become a public pooper i would want to mark my teleportation network as wide and far as possible you could live anywhere and still work right here absolutely oh man that's cool until our two bathrooms are filled and you have to Mm -hmm. but i'm going to work Mm -mm. think of a a cruise ship Ooh. i mean like if you in and out if you if you teleport onto a cruise ship you're supposed to be there the, oh the, yeah! The, they're not gonna go. Excuse me, Where's sir. Your ticket. When I see your ticket, you're like, no, I'm on the boat. <laughs> I'm here. Throw you overboard. <laughs> <laughs> no ticket. Um. Yeah. And then it, you, just, you teleport just teleport home, away. sleep at night, and come back to the. Yeah. Cruise even ship. if they do throw you. Off yeah. I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm I doing. I think that. you got to go with that one. You have to. Like it has. Is this toilet portation? Toilet oh portation. It's, it's been there the whole time. Oh man, to- toilet portation is great. You're getting a full <laughs> nine for that one. Shannon from Patreon, would you rather have super cheap subpar sheets? No. Or super cheap subpar pillow? Oh no. This is actually a very sensible question. It sounds like you know we're trying to make some crazy issue here, but the reality is. One of these is far more important. This is an easy answer. It is super easy. I've done this in my own life recently. Really? Yeah, I upgraded one of the two. I I, I just was oh, saving. I'm fascinated. I was saving some money, and I, you know, I didn't want to do the whole set. I was being a cheapskate. Okay. And there was one thing that was far more important. The pillow. The pillow, yeah. for sure. This is easy. Because subpar mm. sheets, you can actually overcome those just by wearing clothing. If you wear a comfy pair of pajamas, you're fine. I don't do clothing at night. Well, even <laughs> yeah, still, we, nonetheless. A la mode over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, none- don't do pants. <laughs> nonetheless, the pillow, it, you've got the, the softer skin on your face. You need that comfort. For me, it's well, all about temperature. Hold on. It's temperature. No, because that's just the actual pillow that is nice and luxurious. That The, the sheet... It, this oh, the sheet say, on top is yeah. the same set. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Wait a minute. You this is you don't buy a pillow and it comes with a pillow. Mike case. is I actually this, right on this one. I see it now in the question, but I interpreted it, and you obviously a, did too. I, as a set, would you rather have good sheets or a good pillowcase? Th- then it's pillowcase. But this is a totally yeah, so now is, all my sheets and my pillowcase are either n- nice or awful. Yep. Do you have? But the pillow's either lumpy or. I still got to go pillow. What kind of pillow do you go with? Are you a, a feather pillow? Do you have one of those foam neck pillows? No, I use a, it's a supportive, um, like, sp- it's. I think it's a spring pillow. A spring, what, like with? 
Not like hard metal springs, but like there ain't no such thing, brother. <laughs> you don't have a spring pillow. I'm, I'm going to tell they the world. Exist. I'm going to tell the world what pillow whoa, I have because I bought whoa, it. Whoa, you you will do I, nothing of I the sort. They have not paid for that advertisement. <laughs> um, I have. So this this is a question near and dear to my heart. Um, I have a very expensive pillow that was given to me as a gift. Oh, by my wife. And she has, to this day, the worst pillow <laughs> that exists. She didn't wait. So she bought you one as a gift and didn't go, didn't just do the combo of no, one for me. It's a very expensive pillow. And <laughs> yes, she bought me what? one as a gift. And it was it is awesome. I mean, it is it is a perfect pillow. I've had it for years. And every night she sleeps on this just it might as well be an empty it's like a bag that's been hollowed out. It's just you're you're not even using she a pillow. She still won't upgrade the pillow. She has not yet. Uh, she doesn't care as much for things for herself as she does for things around her. And she has a terrible husband Aww. that has not fixed the problem. Yeah, why for haven't her. you bought her a, a nice pillow? Thoughtlessness, uh, carelessness. The list is very long, man. Okay, but every single night, I know she would love to have my pillow i will never allow that wow. this was well, a that's because gift. it's your pillow this was a gift she got if if we bought if we bought one pillow as a couple and we had one good one and one bad one we could figure out some rotation but she got me this gift and i will not i am honoring her by by showing how much i love the gift she got me anytime she's using it i will pull it out from under her head and take it back for myself okay out of print out of love for her gift giving abilities. So in my head, I'm like, you know, what's an expensive pillow situation actually looking like? And then I Google expensive pillow and there is someone trying to hawk a six thousand dollar <laughs> pillow. What? Okay, okay. This is not we're not at that level here. We're not at that now level. Now I know why you only bought one. Yeah, the, the, what, we're not what is this? What is? I don't even want to say their name on this. No, you can't advertise just, that. Just Google expensive pillows, There's and no, you will find if, one. If it was made out of gold, it wouldn't be worth it. Also, probably very uncomfortable. Um, I just bought one. No, <laughs> no, 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 I, no I didn't. Uh, but I do. I do want to know what that feels like now. Like, can you get a one nighter? You want to like? I, I'll rent my pillow out yeah, for a little bit. Do, do people rent the six thousand dollar pillows out? Um. Well, I can't speak for the $6,000 pillow, but I can, I will rent you mine if you want. It comes in different there's different like layers, so you can you can have it to the firmness of your choice. Okay. Um but I'm taking my pillow. I love it. I will okay. have bad sheets and my awesome pillow. All what about right. You Mike, you didn't really weigh in here. Uh I got to go with It has to be the comfy pillow. Cuz I'll wear the That'll I'll wear That'll be brutal. I mean your neck's all out yeah, of sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I'll I'll go. You ever sheetless. had a pillow? I'll just no no covers. Just <laughs> oh, I was just saying. You ever had a pillow so bad that you decided you're better off without one? We were just. I'm yeah. gonna lay flat on the bed. My wife's. It's it's, <laughs> it's awful, man. It is the worst. It's really unfair. Uh, Christmas is coming up. Shh, it's already planned. Mm -hmm. Shoot, she listens to this. You, ah. She didn't hear that part. Yeah. Uh, Did she hear the part about the six thousand dollar pillow? 
Man. I don't love you that much. <laughs> no one loves anyone that much. Al, how are you doing today? Doing great. Thank what you. What would you choose? I would go with the pillow. Yeah, okay, so it's unanimous there. Do we have time for one more would you rather, or do you want us to move on? We got nothing but time. <laughs> you always say that. Mm -hmm. uh, Simeon from Patreon, would you rather go on a hot air balloon ride or skydiving? Have any... I have been skydiving. I you have, have skydived, Mike? I, I went skydiving on my 18th birthday. Really? This uh, is a story I'm sure that I we have... I don't know why I've I didn't know this. this. I don't think so, because I've never heard this. Yes. Did you survive? <laughs> Barely. Uh, yeah, I, I did the... Uh, yeah, I went tandem skydiving on my 18th birthday, uh, and it is that kind of surprises me. Number one, terrifying. Yeah. Uh, really, jumping out of the plane? Yes. Okay. Uh, but, but so, I mean, I, I guess there's there's not a ton to the story. The things I do remember are because so I mean you're you're strapped in everywhere, right? You know the the the, uh, the straps go on, the, under the legs and in the crotch area and everything. You're attached to the person behind you. Yes, but they don't they don't clip in until you're about to jump. But on the on the ride up. Um, I do remember I couldn't get, like, I, I couldn't shift in a position where it wasn't cutting off, uh, the strap wasn't cutting off the blood to my leg. So by, <laughs> so by the time we're at the altitude to jump, my leg is just, no, is done. Oh <laughs> like, my my leg, I'm on <laughs> just hanging off the side. <laughs> and I'm, that's yeah. for security. I'm on the stank. Yeah. But it's just, it was it's just, just pinching tight. the blood and it was like, I had the stanky leg. I could like, this leg was not <laughs> 10 fun. minutes longer. It's going to fall off. <laughs> Probably, uh, but then I went, so, because when I was younger and I could actually do like thrill rides and everything, and I would, cause I would go on everything except for spinny as I loved nothing more than the drop, the weightlessness, the, no, when your, when your stomach goes up, okay. yeah. cause yeah. You're, the, the, the huge, belly tickles, the, the belly tickles exactly on the big first drop of the roller coaster of a flume log ride. That's my favorite sensation when it comes to thrill rides. So I'm like, this is going to be the ultimate. And so you go. Do you actually get that jumping out of the plane? No, <laughs> not at all. I didn't think so. All, you you can't hear. It, it's the it's so loud. It's funny because you once you've done it and you watch uh, like movies where they uh, talk they're about talking to like, each other, like in Point Break, they're all just they're having a conversation like. That is impossible. Number one, you cannot hear. Number two, you can barely breathe. Like, <laughs> like, like the the wind is is forcing itself up your nose. You cannot breathe through your mouth, and and there is absolutely no no feeling of falling. You feel like you're just standing in the most powerful wind that you have ever stood in, and you're not really moving. So the wind resistance is. That's, changes everything that yes. you think you're going to feel. Yes, that that is what you feel is the force of air wow. pushing against you, not falling. At least that's so what So were you happy you did me. it? Yes, I'm I'm happy I I I wouldn't do it again. How was the landing? <clears throat> so, uh Rocky? No, we we did okay. Uh the it you is didn't have one leg to use. <laughs> <laughs> Once you pull the chute, then it's really bizarre because Everything it's been so loud for so long, uh, of the the free fall, and then it is just deathly silent. Because and then that's when is it more fun during that part because you get that, to see everything. Yes, that part is more interesting. Of uh, you get to look around and have that perspective of how Do you talk. Then yes, oh yeah, yeah. Once once you're once the shoot is open, my you can leg. have the conversation. <laughs> my leg, my leg. 
Something's about to fall off. Please get us down to the ground. Now you didn't do the uh, the tandem face to face though, right? That's not. <laughs> no, no, no. I That's didn't, called we, the love jump. We, yeah, we didn't go the romantic couple <laughs> the jump. The love jump. Yeah. That's the that's the uh, that's the honeymoon <laughs> special. Um, and now I'm curious because when you do skydiving now, a lot of times they they record it as you go down. They did record it. I it's but on. A v- we didn't have. It's on a VHS tape somewhere. Do you have a big v- like over the shoulder camera? Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just this giant VCR recorder. That was Steve's job. The other guy that works I, for them. I don't remember, but I have to imagine someone had some kind of helmet. Cam. Did you go by yourself or with friends? Uh, I went with. Uh, did your dad go? Uh, no, my mom went. What? Yeah. What? We w- I went with uh, one of my best friends. Did she survive? She did not make it. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Now I know why we haven't heard this story before. It's yeah, painful. If, if he dropped that news at the end of this story, <laughs> all this commentary on it. Yeah. The, and then now just a, a little caveat here. My the, mother did. Yeah. The, the mom you guys have met, that was not my original okay. mom. Okay. Oh, boy. But no, she went and my, my buddy went as well. Wow. All right. Well, that's so, I did not know that. Now, I have been in a hot air balloon twice have you really what? i have yeah so i'm jealous of that okay well, i have always felt like the hot air i've never done it and yeah. i want to hear your story but before i before you share it i've always thought that it feels very helpless being in a hot air balloon because you there is no way to be nimble at any point in that experience right no there is you, you are you are at the yeah. mercy nope. of the I mean, wind. If something's coming at you we're going that way now right. exactly you have no control they they don't know it's all the wind right i think so i don't no rudders up, no rudders up there I, I don't believe that they had any control i've been on two different hot air balloons and i think it's just go up and then there's like a vehicle on the ground that kind of tries to follow you so that they could be there when you land. And they have not perfected how to land <laughs> in a hot air balloon. <clears throat> I mean, this is hundreds of years the hot air balloons have been around. And they have they have given no care to the landing, figuring out like a better way to do this. You're just going down to the ground. And, then and there's hit. people down there that are trying to make sure you don't fall over when the basket smacks the ground. And sometimes you do. <laughs> there's, just, there's just nothing you can do about it's it. That's the name of the game? I Did mean, you fall over? Uh, we or did both we, of yours land? Both of mine did the same thing, which is we tipped, like we turned, like we were gonna fall over. But then the other people were able to like grab ropes and like I felt like we were cattle being, wow, you know, uh, <laughs> wrestled. Ra- yes, <laughs> you, that's what you do with cattle. You wrestle them. Um, being in a hot air balloon is primarily stupid and pointless. <laughs> really I was wondering. Yeah, I mean, you go up and it doesn't it doesn't feel like anything special. Like it's pretty cool when you're going up. You leave the ground, you're like, "Oh, we're we're flying. We're getting a little higher." Once you get kind of to to I don't know, cruising, cruising altitude, you're just really high and you can't see anything of note. Nothing, you know, it's just well, the it land, seems like landscape. The, yeah, it seems like the it's a small sure. world ride of thrill rides. Yeah, but you and you can't go anywhere. You're in a little box. How many people are in your basket? Are you strapped in? Um, no, no, you're not. So you, strapped if in. you ju- if you climbed uh, you over can the jump. edge, yep, they allow it. Um, they they say you can just jump. They say that's on you. Um, and I said no, I'm good. Yeah, uh, so they asked. jumpers. Anybody? Um, I think um, I know one of them was just the two of us, and one was like both were dates. Like, that's why, uh, that's why it's like, oh, we're going to do the fancy. So it wasn't like this romantic thing that you hoped it would be? No. And what it's sold is this super romantic thing. You're going to have this like rolled out red carpet. 
uh, mimosas, mm-hmm. and then leave in a hot air balloon. I mean, goodness gracious, you're in the middle of a desert. They there's like a little tiny blanket with a fold out table and like some canned mimosas, and then you get in this. It's and just then and janky. you get in the basket, and then there's just like a dude like a foot away from you. Yes, yes. To Usually, make it real romantic, <laughs> almost always gigantic beard. And this was a long time ago before oh, beards beard? were in. This was like I just don't want to shave, guy. Oh, <laughs> so hmm. and he's controlling whether you live or die. That is correct. He <laughs> is not controlling where we go. He has no control over that. All he can like if you are coming at some power lines, his choice is under them or over them. I would always choose yeah, over. You gotta go over. <laughs> if you see the size of a hot air balloon, you're never going under power lines ever. The big bearded guy go. Hmm, I'm, I'm trying to make a decision here, guys. What do you think, over or under? I've always thought I could go under one of these. <laughs> All right, we've got to move on. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable: postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Is this real life? All right. Is this real life? We share, each of us, we share a a story from the real world. Something that actually happened that makes you shake your head. Something we wanted to share with each other. I'm going to get mine out of the way. Do you mind, Jason? I I don't mind, but mine is a pretty nice segue. Okay, go for it. Because we're talking about flight and, you know, the dangers of the hot air balloon. Oh, no. Where is this going? This one is seven plane crashes what in seven days for this pilot ends at the bottom of lake michigan (laughs) that's the headline that is the article headline seven plane crashes in seven days for this pilot ends at the bottom of lake michigan did he die he he is fine he never got injured in seven plane crashes were these intentional no so he gets this he's a first timer i mean Fool me once. <laughs> yeah. This was a bad week. Um, he, so this okay. this pilot goes, and uh, he's a licensed pilot, and he's the proud new owner of an amphibious was. airplane called the Sea Wind 3000. Um, okay. So he went and he got like this. like a lucky guy. He got this aircraft that had not been flown for years. Um and apparently, maybe it should have done a little bit more work. And so he... Used aircraft. <laughs> yeah, it's not like... I mean, but buying a used car. So he has... Used a, aircraft? Yeah. It's a fixer-upper. Exactly <laughs> has not passed the 128-point inspection, apparently. So he crashes on the test 
flight in California that day. The The landing was bad. Um, a lot of landing gear problems. So it's like a crash landing. Everybody's okay. Everybody's fine. They are able to fix it up. Okay. The next day, we're not talking. The next day, uh, the the plane had Let's an, give it another go. Had an engine stall, and what? they came down hard. This is in New Mexico, so he had a flight. He's oh my he's in a different state and crashes with engine failure. I scratched my car once, and it took him two weeks to fix it. <laughs> right. I, so then the next day. He has another um, crash landing in Mexico. They're fixing this up every day. This is, is, I don't know, put some duct tape on it? How do you possibly fly after after little crash landings? And this is a small plane. This isn't like a, you know, a giant aircraft. I looked at this thing. It's, um, you know, it's a, a personal aircraft. This is, it's unbelievable of like, like you got to get back on the horse. Like, you don't have to do it the next day. Crash four was due to. <laughs> was he cra- in a hurry? <laughs> crash four was due to the left wing. Um, the landing was in Nebraska, so he had a successful flight. So we got we got Nebraska. from Mexico to, to Nebraska. That is right. The next day, it's a good, um, a good distance. Another test flight on the repairs ended in yet another crash in Nebraska. What is happening? Um, then no. crash six on the sixth day, a hydraulic pressure gauge was registering zero. The fuel gauge showed an uneven supply uh, skid down on the runway in Michigan. So he's all over the country, crashing okay. everywhere. This, this but man. He's fine. No. This man is after insurance money. Like, there's no way that you, you keep crashing this vehicle when your goal is He's trying to total the plane, I mean, and his engineers are like, "No, we can fix this. We can fix this back up, sir. We can get it in the air tomorrow." And he's like, "You sure? Are you sure you can?" If it's not that, then what are you doing getting back in this plane? I know you probably spent a lot of money for, for it, but no. So that's insane. My favorite one is the final crash, crash seven. Oh, we haven't heard the final. You have not. Um, since it had so many recent issues. With the landing gear deploying, the pilot promised the FAA that he would keep the landing gear down for his 25-minute flight. Wait, wait. How does the FAA's like, how, all right. Yeah. How was the FAA letting this person fly more over well, and over? Here's, here's a problem. Okay. You shouldn't fly with the landing gear out. The landing gear caused the plane to go vertically <laughs> into the water with, that he had to land in first. So he went nose oh. nose oh, down no. into Lake Michigan and his brand new many times well, crashed not, plane not brand new. is well that's true for him is <laughs> at the bottom lake. of Lake Michigan now. And he's fine. He is, escaped unscathed. And now forever he can tell the story. I've survived seven plane crashes. Yeah. Did you get the follow up man <sighs> collects gigantic insurance check for oh plane at bottom gosh. of lake? Oh. That's insane. I mean, come yeah. on. I would I so you would want to parachute if you went <laughs> in this man's plane. What wow. That, that is absurd. <laughs> mine, is, mine is short and sweet, but it okay. still entertained me greatly. And I think it might be something that you would do, Jason, if the situation was slightly different. Okay, let's hear it. Maryland homeowner burns down house trying to fight snakes. Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. I hear you, oh, Maryland no. homeowner. Oh, no. I approve of this message. 
And if you see the pictures no. of this fire, this is a raging inferno. This no. thing was burnt to a crisp on November 23rd, trying to manage a snake infestation. The homeowner tried to use smoke from coals to fight the serpents in a house on Big Woods Road. You got to do what you got to do. And from what I understand, the status of the homeowner, safe. No human injuries. Stake status. Unknown. Oh, that's undetermined. That snake got away. You it's think? a it's a snake. Do they not need oxygen? No, they're what? Well, they're they're slippery. It got in there in the first place. I mean, that's true. You say like you know, stop, drop, and roll. You want to be low to the ground. That's right. To avoid the smoke inhalation, he's he's laughing. He's or hissing. Um, Just rolling. No, <laughs> I I mean, look, my family. You know, this last year we moved into our dream house. We want to live there forever. If I ever found a tarantula there, I don't know what I, I don't know if I could live there. I don't know if I could come home ever again, and I might think about burning it to the ground <laughs> for insurance money. I mean, of I shouldn't course. admit that well, here, but uh, yeah, call that pilot. Scrub it from the tape. Um, Cut that. I so he didn't intend to burn the house down. It he wasn't, wasn't like die. He, but he might. You're saying from your experience with certain animals, he may not be that disappointed. Right. Yeah. I mean, if it may be kind of sort of fine, I would if I if all I had to kill the tarantula was a flamethrower, I would use it. <laughs> I would hope that the house is fine. But if that's all I have at my disposal, it's either live, you know, it's life or death. So, yes, uh, the house is secondary. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Mike, what do you got for us? All right, so I got a. It, it's the holidays where the draft coming up. We're doing our favorite Christmas traditions. I thought I'd like. I'm gonna go with a, a good story, an inspiring okay. story. All right. I like it. I like it. Look and, at you and regular but, miss. But I couldn't <laughs> find one. <laughs> now that this one is fascinating. So, there was a grandmother, and she sent her uh, grandson a text message inviting them to uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Turns out her grandson had a new phone number, and she was texting a complete stranger. But the stranger decided to respond and said, well, who is this? And she responded, well, it's your grandma. And then they said, well, may I have a picture and the grandma's like confused and sends a uh, photo of herself over and somehow this conversation just ends up keep it keeps on going and then the stranger ends up going to thanksgiving dinner with this random grandmother who had texted them and this is now something that has been going on for 6 years oh. this tradition has kept like even this i mean this is a sadder point of of uh, grandmother's husband has unfortunately passed, and they're still going. Like the, they've kept on the tradition of these two complete stranger families have met up and created their own tradition that they have Thanksgiving together. That is awesome. It's it's a really hard. Uh, That's amazing. I was so happy to hear that that started six years ago and is ongoing. Because if yes. that happened this year, I'd be holding my breath for like. <laughs> grandmother sure that yeah for, for the bad part right happened? from the bad part of the stranger yeah. that she let into the house but um that is delightful so you're saying if you te- if you randomly text some people you could end up with a friendship you could I- and and 
you could end up with a Netflix deal because apparently Netflix has picked up the story and they're going to run something about wow. like the families that you choose. And so it's like, eh, that, that's a feel good story, fantastic. man. I, I, there was in the news this like last couple weeks, there was some um, like the the Notre Dame prep school basketball team that yeah. was making a group text and they accidentally texted one digit off. From, oh yeah, from the Buccaneers from football one of the guys, team. Yeah, and, and it was a player from the Buccaneers, and then they ended up chatting with, you know, everybody, Lenny and Tom Brady. We got to start just randomly texting people, <laughs> th- like, "Hey, that you want to not be the best? Do you want to go see Spider Man? Meet um, me here, <laughs> random person. No, you start with just the text. But are you just are you? But are you throwing out a name, like hoping that you're like, uh, oh, that that's too hard. You don't want to throw out the name. Mm. You just you just want to leave it ambiguous. Start a conversation with You're not gonna a new me. friend. Like Peyton. No, 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 no. Because then they say you have the wrong number. Uh, You've got to start the process uh, with with a little bit of question in the air. Okay. I like that story. Yeah, it's, That's it's a good fun. one. It's fun. You want to draft? Let's do it. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. The Spitballers Draft. All right, we are drafting the best Christmas traditions, which there are so many. And this is probably, you know, very subjective. Everybody has the different things that they like about Christmas. Our friends down in Australia, they like a... I like to go tanning on Christmas. <laughs> they go to the beach. It's the it's a, the best beach day of the year. But uh, there's a lot of things that people do around Christmas time. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't know what my number one pick is yet. Mm. Oh. Even right now. I'm going to tell you. You got to figure that out pretty soon. And so uh, there are so many different things that you can do. I'm trying to think of the thing that at my core says Christmas. I feel like that's the tradition that I that opens the season that means something special. There are a lot of them, however. Mm, certainly. I To me, it is setting up the Christmas tree. Okay. Mm. And so I, I had two first picks, and that was one of them. Yeah, and and I, I had a couple that I was really close between. You'll probably take the other one. But, um, yeah, setting up the Christmas tree is something special. Ever since I've had kids, you know, I have three. They're it's the they want the tradition done exactly the same every year we got to have some hot cocoa going okay we got to put bring the ornaments out we've all got our special ornaments that we do that nobody else does and um we got the music playing so we throw a elf on in the do right you, in the background yep yeah i when i think about christmas when it's let's say it's not the christmas season or it's, it's coming close the putting up the christmas tree decorating it with the family that is one of those traditions that is looked on so fondly so mm-hmm. uh, with with such high regard when the day comes and you're having to set it up it 
it's always a nightmare for me. The tr- uh, nothing ever works. <laughs> the bulb, the kids don't want to do it. It's it's one of those that is on my list where it's like I like oh, this no. in theory, but it it's just never what I want it to be. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. All right. So it- oh, uh, I do oh. have a sorry, sorry to interrupt. I wanted to Google um top Christmas traditions in Australia. Since that is oh, what yes. this podcast is okay. about. Okay. The number one, and this is from many sur- sources, the number one tradition is surfing Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Santa on a surfboard. It's a different world over there. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. I, yeah, I've never thought of that one, but number I two, like it. Number two is eating prawns. No, it's what? not. Yeah, apparently that's a big Christmas tradition. Getting the prawns so on? Wait, throwing a shrimp on the barbie isn't too far off? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, cliches. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you took the tree. My other number one you got to go with. I mean, come on. It's, it's, so, it's, it's opening up the not, presents. Ah, Those are my, it's interesting. It's, Those are my two. It's opening up the presents. And, like, uh, everyone you know, looks... Mom and Dad, we get our we have some presents. That's not the focus anymore. It is watching the children uh open presents from you know, from family members, from Santa, whoever. But just watching the joy of of them getting surprised, thinking, I w I I didn't think I would get this and and there it is. You know, yeah, that's right. That's opening the, up the presents is on the Christmas it's, morning. It's, do you guys do uh Fully Christmas well, morning. Uh, do you let's, do the let's, one? Let's, let's, uh, oh, okay, let's, okay. Uh, Sorry. Who wants a little Christmas okay. Eve action we'll in here? We'll see. <laughs> um, I was really, really hoping that, you know, you, both of your altruistic natures would uh, not allow you to take opening presents as a great Christmas tradition. Screw that crap. Uh, it's the clear one-on-one. I mean, say whatever you want, but that is uh, that's kind of the main event. So, well done. It was, right, between, it was between oh, those up. two for me yeah. in terms oh, of favorites. You okay. Get, you get back-to-back picks. Oh, Did you man. not realize that during this draft you would eventually be picking? <laughs> uh, I thought Mike had two for some reason, and then it was going I can back go to again. I'm happy to. Um, all right. There's there's still a, a handful that I really, really love. Um, I am going to go with the one, though, that it, it, it not only kicks off the season – but it also is throughout the season. It's okay. it's a tradition that you get over and over and over and over, um, and it's Christmas movie nights. Ah, that's that is I, near I, the top of my I, list. I absolutely love Christmas movies. When we throw on, you know, uh, Buddy the Elf, and we we throw on just we. It's always it brings the family together. Mm-hmm. The movies are awesome. You know, Christmas movies are fantastic. Um, and uh, some of them. Well, sure. I mean, they're not all winners, but I do. I love family movie nights, and Christmas just makes it all the more special. What if you picked again? That would be incredible. I'm back <laughs> on the clock. Um, here's something that we do every time we set up our Christmas tree. It's a twofer in the Moore family. Ooh. It is a must on our holiday traditions. It's probably our... Like when we think about just our family's traditions, there's two that come to mind that are every year traditions. Like really, like we will not have a Christmas without this thing we do, and it really is. It's Granny Linda's cocoa. It's hot cocoa night, basically. Okay, you know, okay. In our yeah, yeah, family, yeah. it's Granny Linda's cocoa. My my mother had a recipe of homemade. I mean, we're talking. This is not you know break out the Swiss Miss or whatever that 
you know, powder that you're putting in hot water. This is you're melting down chocolate. You're putting, uh, I mean, is you're drinking liquid chocolate and it's awesome. Um, but drinking hot cocoa, okay. that is a Christmas exclusive tradition in our family. That will be my number two. So your hot cocoa, if you let it sit overnight, would it become a candy bar? Is it like, I, is it that? You impossible to let it sit exactly overnight. Exactly right. Well, it was I'm, trick question. Impossible. <laughs> You take one sip of this thing, and right. it will be an empty mug soon. And real quick, to piggyback on your first pick, uh, episode 26, we drafted best Christmas movies. So if you haven't heard that, oh, that's check that's, it out. A, that's a good uh, reminder. We've done it all. Mike, you're up. All right. I am going to go. So I got the opening up the presents. Uh, and I mean, people do this different ways, but I'm going to, I will uh, phrase it as. The Christmas light walk, uh, where okay. you go. I mean, I, some people do it in you're the car. Saying, you're saying going around and, yeah, and go, seeing Christmas, Christmas light sightseeing. I don't, I don't know how exactly okay. you want to put it, but we our neighborhood, uh, our somehow our street, like, and it, they it, do they do good work. Yeah, our street has is like full psychopaths. Is yes, yeah, we've gotten we're pretty close to that point, but I'm, I'm where there. where uh, like. People will drive to go to our street, and which it started with one house. We call it the singing house because the, uh, this uh, this household they go all out for all holidays, where you know Halloween, Christmas, what, whatever it is. But they have the synced lights mm -hmm, to the and, music, and we're talking like if you lived across the street from this house, you probably loathe Christmas. Those people because it is so insane. But they they did it, and now like the houses, it's spreading like a virus. Where the houses next to them are starting to put the lights up, but they all they sync to the master command of the singing house. Yeah. So they're all all it's just this huge area now of like eight houses, all flashing LED lights. But gonna, it, but it's for for not living there, it's fantastic. So you I walk was, it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say the the house across the street. Was like if you can't beat them, join them because yeah. I I just dropped your daughter off at your house yes, the other night. They, they've and started to get in on it. You turn, it's like oh, it's nighttime until you turn onto that street, <laughs> and then it's straight up daylight, but only every other second because you're right. It's literally yes. strobe light. Like mm, there mm, are, mm, you know, there are certain people that should not be on that street. <laughs> that would be yeah, cause, I think, cause yes. seizures. I think Mike should just get his answer should just be Christmas lights. That's fine. Yeah, because that's I think fine. that in I don't want to like pick putting them up separate from sure because you put them up. It's the tradition of Christmas lights on yes. the house. Okay, fair enough. Which definitely would have been my next pick. So that is my. I said we have two traditions we never go without. One is the hot cocoa. No, one is driving around looking at Christmas yeah. We lights. we get cocoa in the mugs. Oh, we, you combo and, and we drive around. Mm. It's they wear their PJs in the car too. That's the oh, other, that's, that's the a other third part. One. Yeah. So, all right. So now I have to pick twice. And, um, hmm. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm going to go with Christmas music. Okay. Christmas music okay. is one of the traditions of the season. Again, it goes with the tree. I love it. I'm intentional about putting it on in the car. I'm, I, I'm at the house. We get the records. We just got the, the Charlie Brown, Vince. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. That Charlie Brown album, the Christmas. Okay. The, the, the Vince. Guard. I don't know his name, but Charlie yeah, Brown the trio, Christmas? the trio of Wolfark. Uh, the the, the <laughs> we're just throwing out names. The piano no, music, um, great 
Great football player. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh okay. I see what you So, yeah, did. Brooks just said, that's the best Christmas album. So when you talk to your smart speaker, uh, which, you know, whatever, Alexa, not a sponsor, what do you say? Alexa, play. That's funny because I do that a lot. Because, like, there's so many different types of Christmas music, but you're in, you're, you're on command. What do you tell the computer to play? Um, quick sidebar, Vince Guaraldi Trio. That is oh, what okay. the album is. Okay. Um, and I, it, it's amazing. What do I tell? I say, I did this the other day in the car, and I did three different versions. Okay. First, I said, play Christmas music. Okay, okay. just just generic. Right? Okay. Then I said on one, my my daughter was like, oh, I want to hear, I want to hear like Jingle Bells and stuff. So I said, play Christmas classics. Okay. So that's the other one that you go to, and then I might go. If I'm in the mood, play Christmas pop music. Ooh, yeah, that I I'm a big fan of the Christmas pop, but I, it's always when I when I am auto get that in sync on there. When, when I'm looking for good audio, um, <laughs> I usually go with just <laughs> Alexa play Christmas music. Okay, yeah, I go with the Christmas standards or Christmas classics. I want that. Uh, I want the Bing. I want the Sinatra. Oh yeah, yeah. We have the uh, the Sinatra Christmas album. Oh yeah, and you, between that. And the the Charlie Brown Christmas album, you don't need nothing else. I mean, you could live on that. Now, real Just breathe quick, it in because this could be playing. You know, I, I assume we are this good audio is playing through a of nice course. speaker. Yeah, very wherever they are. So, real quick, if we could just do this for the listener. Okay, what do we? <laughs> Alexa, play Christmas music. <laughs> yeah, what just happened in your house? Nothing to very mine nice. because mine is called computer. And exactly 100 episodes ago, on episode 76, we drafted best Christmas songs. Oh, well, there you go. We did? We did? Al <laughs> came prepared. Well, this is, we just done it, done it all. Have all right. we done best Christmas traditions before? Is there That's an episode I can go listen to? We've done the worst ones, but not the best ones. So now I have one more pick here, right? As we swing back around. Uh, you went, Chris, do you? Did you take two? No. Okay, I, I have I have decorating the tree and I have Christmas music. You guys have done a great job of stripping me of my favorites. So I think what I'm going to go with now is Christmas dinner. Okay, I'm going to go with the Christmas dinner. It's a, it's the Jack in the Box. Uh, not Mike's <laughs> Christmas dinner. You can draft that on your own. But the family around the Christmas table, you know, you share a bunch of food and ham and whatever you're making, and. You got music going and the spirit and it's and desserts. Christmas desserts are great. It's it's wonderful. I'm getting into. I'm I'm so you excited. Putting, putting you in the spirit now. Yeah. There we go. All dun, right. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. I I'm have a regular Mr. Kringley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I'm gonna go with these are uh, this whatever. I mean polls. Whatever the. This is a very specific for the rights. And I think it's a lot of people uh, actually now do it. But um, I will go with the ice skating. I like that's that doesn't get to happen a lot around these parts uh, when you live in the desert. Okay. But at Christmas time, there is. Uh, you do that every year, don't you? Yeah, we do. There is a particular area uh, shopping complex where they deck everything out. They do the fake snow and they put up an ice rink. And they got the uh, got the uh, Christmas jams going on, and we always go once a year. And we go have ourselves a good ice skate, and you have, which is basically everyone trying to remember how to ice mm -hmm, skate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, people uh, bruising up the butt cheeks a little bit, 
Maybe I the don't elbows. Do skating. <laughs> I don't do ice skating. That is one that you. If we had worst Christmas traditions, that would be on my list because I. You, you should. You should learn, man. It's a delight. That goes with his other Christmas tradition of um, uh, Christmas time ho- hospital visit. <laughs> yes. Um, no, thank you. All right. So I am. I am. Just up. keep your butt down, and you're good. Okay. Now I assume this like is on the ice. Is, yeah, sure. You can't okay. fall if you're already there. Right. I would love to go ice skating if I get a sled. <laughs> you just pull me around on the ice. Well, I think they have like, yeah, I think they could provide like, almost, not a walker, but uh, something like that to help you keep your balance. A walker? <laughs> it's, well, it's, An it's, ice walker, yeah. It's, it's what they use to teach kids how to skate. Yeah. I need more than two legs <laughs> is what you're saying. Yes. Um. All right, so I, I assume that this one is different enough than Mike's. Override it if you want. I've, I've got enough on my list, but it is something we do every year, Um. and it is a real tradition, We and this is why I cut you off. Because we always have the one Christmas Eve present. That's, get, yeah, this is it's different enough for you me. You get to open one present on Christmas Eve. I loved it. I've had that since I was a kid. And mm. when we when when Tiffany and I were, uh, you know, getting married and we, you know we're getting our first Christmas, I was like, "Is this gonna be? Can we? Can we do the? <laughs> can we still do the one on Christmas Eve thing?" And she was all about it. All right. Now, so, can I ask a question about that? Yes. This is, this has been informative for my own traditions compared to your guys's. Is that a random gift for your family, or is it always the same thing? Because we do that. So, but they always <clears throat> get new Christmas PJs. Yeah. So mm. here's the truth. It used to be a gift. One of the gifts I will give you on Christmas Eve. Did, who picked the gift? The, the would, giver or the, the giver? Okay. The giver would pick which one you get to open on Christmas Eve. And now, over the last pretty much decade, so this is this is what it is now. And I didn't say this because it's lame, but yes, it's the pajamas. Now, <laughs> now we always open pajamas on Christmas Eve. I think do you do the, do you gift. do the matching? The whole family? No, oh, no. Okay. Uh, we've right. done it before but for the most part everyone gets like a, a, a new pj pair. set that they would love to wear they wake up at christmas morning in the pjs and all right we, that, that way the pictures look good close out the uh your your draft there um i'm gonna go oh there's a few left i'm gonna do reading the christmas story yeah that's okay. one where okay. every christmas can't go through christmas without the reason for the season so uh my family we always read the christmas story on christmas eve and uh wonderful that's that's my tradition mike and this one is very specific to the rights but this is how i grew up and jack in the box <laughs> no no it's, it's way better than jack in the box you'll be in on this one disneyland oh! <laughs> disneyland during the holidays has been a trip i have taken uh probably 80 percent of my life and we've you passed- did that as a kid yes yeah because we live we live in arizona so you're six hours away in the car from from Disneyland, and if you have not experienced Disneyland for the holidays, and you can't, you you've got the ability. Trust me, bring your children to Disney while all the while you the Christmas a- stuff is up. Magic. It is a magical, magical Mike, trip. And this if is you- a very big show, and if you tell people to do that, it's going to be more busy. When I, I go. take it all back, that place sucks. Um, <laughs> my family just just got back from Disneyland. Oh, brother! And we and it was Christmas out. And I'm telling you, if you go, you got to do the fireworks oh, show yeah. in in the uh, in Main Street. In Main Street, you got to yes, find a spot on Main Street. Oh man, I will. 
It's wonderful. I, huh? I will not tell you whether I cried with that, my that's, children. That's fine. One but of, also, I cried a lot. Uh, we one of our trips, we got my uh, my wife's brother to bring his family down, and they're not they are not Disney people. That's like there there are Disney people, and there are and not there Disney are scoundrels. <laughs> but we got them to go. We got them to agree because it's expensive to go, and we did. We did the the fireworks, and this guy was bawling. Yeah, just bawling and he's like this is amazing yeah it's like that's right this yeah. place is magical during the holidays well i'll add that to my disneyland list yes sir all right i'll close things out with something that christmas does a tradition that i think it begets in almost everybody which is christmas giving because it's an okay. amazing time of year with you know whether it's angel tree or toy drives sure, sure or yes. families and the ability to come together as human beings with slightly more concern for other people than for ourselves. The tradition of giving at Christmas is one that I appreciate, and it seems like a time in which tradition transcends things that are going on around you, and Christmas can get people just a little bit happier. I love that. Yeah, it's great. You guys, uh, did you ever hear the story of, I, th I believe it was World War One. Where, I've heard of World War One. Yes. Yeah. No. Uh, look, heck of a story. What, for World War One, terrible time. <laughs> uh, but like, there's a story about on Christmas, like somehow. Oh, these, the ceasefire. Th there was a ceasefire, and like the the opposing sides like got together and did something, which is just before going back to killing one another. Right. And, and previously, that's all they were doing. It's, it's like the the insane power. Of, of the holidays and Christmas is it's yeah Christmas that owl the Christmas truce of 1914 correct like this is that is absurd I can't even imagine that what they're going on uh, what they've got going on with their lives and they're like no it's Christmas time out we're we're all gonna hang out and celebrate that's Christmas. pretty crazy wow now one that I'm glad we none of us chose was Christmas caroling oh man oh get it out of my life it's awful i would i wouldn't subjugate myself or others to that i was as a child uh the Wrights are a very musical family not just mine but our entire extended family you have to do it. i was dragged to oh, many sure. many caroling sessions if i opened my door <laughs> and there was a good group of good carolers i think that would be awesome right i would not mind that I think that that would be really. It's never happened in my life, but you don't. But that no, would be great. You're but, not going to know unless the door is open, and then if they're then you bad, you, just, you, you just have to sit there. You yeah. call the slow, slow close. close, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't slow close. I would sit there and, and wait. Wait, forever. we talked about caroling on the worst traditions, Jeremy. We did. So yeah, you, that sounds. You guys are staying true to form. Yeah, that sounds right. All right. <laughs> what did we learn today? What did we learn? Did I learned that Mike went skydiving? I had no idea. I've known Mike a long time. And That's knowing right, Mike now it. as a person who doesn't go on all the crazy rides and I does can't. get sick now, I was shocked to find that out. Yeah. Do you have one? Um, yeah, I learned that uh, Santa surfs uh, in <laughs> Australia this time of year, which is summer. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've never really thought about it, but I learned that the pillow is the most important part of sleeping. Hmm. That's a good point. It's true. That'll do it for today's Spitballers episode. Thank you for tuning in, supporting the show, sharing it with your friends. Leave us a review. We read them all, and they're wonderful. 
Enjoy holidays. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com.